to Search Forward, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to grow their careers, reignite their passions for marketing, and create less stress in their day-to-day avalanche of tasks and unrealistic deadlines. Hi, I'm Alicia Miller, and I invite you to go on a journey of growth with me. I've spent more than 20 years chasing deadlines, fighting that cast of characters we serve as marketers, and was left feeling depleted and desperately seeking a solution that would give me the peace I so craved. Call me crazy, tell me it'll never work, but I found the relief I was so desperately seeking by shifting my mindset and using my marketing skills in clever ways to find the peace I was seeking and still getting to enjoy what I love, marketing. And I cannot not share this with you. Stop chasing new pastures, the grass is never greener. It just presents the same problems in different ways with different faces. In this podcast, we will have deep conversations with all levels of marketing professionals, internal clients, including the difficult ones, and leaders that will shake up how you think about your career in marketing, uncover new ways to tame the crazy, and give you strategies that will light up that passion for marketing you once had all while aligning yourself to your organizational's growth goals that will make your career soar. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dive in and surge forward. Hey everyone. Thanks for joining Search Forward. This is Alicia Miller, your host, and I am really excited about this episode because it's coming off the tail end of the episode and interview with Nicole Doyle, um, who, you know, has great insights with your well-being and empowering women to really see what they want to achieve in business and go after that um, and the importance of mindset and well-being in that journey. I just cannot emphasize enough the importance of you and the importance of you and achieving success in your career and getting back to what you love about your job. Everything you do to try to achieve success especially when it's tied to marketing, is tied to your mindset and your overall well-being, right? Um, It's almost like you can't have one without the other. And um, this is something that I try to weave into everything we talk about because you can have all sorts of insights and you can read a million best uh, seller self-help books and professional development books. You can try all different types of systems and planning and, um, you know, frameworks and solutions, but none of it will actually work and create the impact that you're looking to create unless you are in the right mindset and You are taking care of yourself, so you're bringing your best self forward. And this is really two-pronged. You know, we we can start by talking a little bit 
about the mindset piece, right? You have to believe that things can get better. Um, so many of us are in jobs where we're crazy frustrated. Um, you know, we have huge lists of projects that need to get done, not enough hours in the day. You know, everything bleeds into one another. Work-life balance is, you know, an absolute myth, much less integration. Like, you know, I laugh when we say integration because that just opens the door for you to be working nonstop and for that to become just part of how you interact with your family as work is a part of that. And I'm a strong believer that there needs to be um, a cutoff between the two. But with all of those things coming at you, it's really hard to pull yourself out and say, hey, I am what can make this change. You have to believe that you have that power to make change in your career, in your happiness, and what your day-to-day looks like. You have to be able to be ready to challenge what your preconceived notions are, Um, you know, what you believe about your organization, about your leaders, about your coworkers, about your internal clients, about the scope of work that you have to do each day. Those beliefs are deep-rooted based on the experience that you've had. But if you're not controlling that experience and how you're reacting to it and managing it, and you're letting it control and manage you, then your perception is going to be very different than what it could actually have the potential to be. So you have to be ready to challenge that and say, you know what, I have been saying forever that I just need to find the right organization and leaders who appreciate what I do and the value that I bring and internal clients who respect my time and don't come to me last minute for things. Um, and respect, you know, the level of strategy that I could bring to the table beyond just making things pretty or cleaning things up. So being able to step back and challenge those preconceived ideas and change how you interact with those uh, projects and leaders and internal clients uh, could change everything. But you have to believe that you have the power to change and that you can challenge yourself. You have to be willing to pull yourself back from those days or projects or people who completely derail you. You know, there's always going to be, no matter how much you prepare yourself, days or projects or people who are just going to completely knock you off and you're going to have a bad day and you're going to come out of it feeling deflated and frustrated um, and feeling like you made no progress. But you need to be able to pull yourself back. And a lot of that, you know, is creating systems to ground you so that when you come back the next day, or when you come up from air from that project that was just, you know, a killer project, um, and being able to connect to something to reset and to bring yourself back into that positive mindset. Um, You have to be willing to do that and not allow the negativity um, and frustrations continue to spiral you down. You know, in order for 
any of these systems and approaches and methodologies and frameworks and techniques that we all invest in and spend time learning about and buy, you know, systems and buy training for any of them to even remotely make a difference, you know, you have to have a mindset of believing that you can make a change where you are. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time and energy on something that you think is going to magically uh, fix your situation. There is no magic wand. There is no magic approach or time management system that's going to all of a sudden make everything better. The reality is is you can't change those outside influences. You can change how you interact with them, how you respond to them, how you approach them. You are the key ingredient to making the change that you want to see in your career and your just happiness and well-being each day. So many times we find ourselves just chasing that perfect job, that perfect organization, the perfect boss, somewhere where your internal clients will respect you and respect your time. But the reality is that all of these things can be better for you if you're in the right headspace. Now, this isn't to say that if you were in a toxic environment and you are being emotionally or mentally abused, um, by all means, get yourself out of that situation. There there is not enough time in the world. Um, Life is too short to spend your days in a place that is going to mistreat you in that fashion. And I think everybody needs to step back and truly, you know, ask themselves those questions if they're that upset and angry of, is this a healthy mental space and mental job for me to be in or do I need to move on? Um, But a lot of us just, you know, and I myself do this, you know, get caught up in the negativity and the frustration and um, you sometimes spiral and you spiral down and you find yourself uninspired and unengaged and just going through the motions um, and, you know, really truly believing to the core that this is what this looks like. Um, and the, it doesn't have to, you know, you just have to start thinking about things in a different light. The second piece to this, um, you know, when I said it's two pronged, you know, you've got the mindset where, you know, you need to believe in the change, you know, to believe that you can do this, but you also have your mental well-being, which I think feeds into that mindset, right? If you are not okay, then you're not going to be in the right mindset. And again, none of these systems or approaches or insights that you get are going to matter. Um, when you're in marketing, being happy and being energized directly feeds into the quality of your work, directly feeds into how you're going to approach things with a positive mindset, um, and directly feeds into how you feel about your job and how it overlaps into your personal life if it does or doesn't. Think about when you're your most creative. When you churn out the best strategies, when you are just feeling mentally good, that's the space that you need 
to drive yourself to try to be in? What are the things that you need to do to be in that space? Because that mental, emotional, physical well-being feeds everything. It feeds your mindset. It makes you happier. It makes you more positive. It makes you approach things differently. It makes you see things differently. It makes you, you know, even in times of immediate stress or conflict or frustration, it, it allows you to like step back and not immediately react and to have, you know, deeper thoughts about how can I approach this differently? You know, how can I look at their perspective and understand where they're coming from and try to meet them where they're at? All of that is based on your ability to handle it, which is your well-being. You know, if you're truly looking to make an impact on your organization in a way that's going to allow you to grow your career and to make an impact on how passionate you are about your job so that you can find that happiness and feel good about going to work each day, then you really need to focus on your well-being because that's how you're going to make those big impacts. You have to show up with your best state of mind in order to truly move the needle in a way that's going to create the visibility you need upwards and outwards across your organization to create that surge in your career, to create that passion and fire that you have for marketing. And those things are going to fuel your creativity and your strategic approaches and your excitement about doing things. You know, marketing is all about trying new things, thinking outside the box, being creative, uh, you know, looking for different ways to, um, convey a message and bring people in and evoke emotion across your audiences. And in order to do that, you need to be energized and creative and you're going to bring your best self when you are your best self. You want messages that are going to make everybody stop and say, that is gold. You want conversations and conversions that prove that the methods that you're employing are going to yield results to that bottom line and make leadership stop and take notice, make your internal clients stop and notice. You want your sales teams and producers to come back from their pitches feeling energized and excited because they used your coaching advice and they could feel the energy in the room and they could feel that they were able to pull in and evoke that emotion from their client um, and feel good about, you know, the potential of winning that new project. And let's face it, if you're dreading going to work, if you're not vested in your project because you feel like no one cares, if you're not trying to do more than the minimum because you don't feel respected, then your work product is going to suffer. And if your work product suffers, you will not have the impact you need to create the reputation for success. You will not have the relationships that build the trust that you need in order for them to view you as a partner and not just a task taker. You won't have the insights you need to ensure that you're driving the organization forward and the places that it wants to drive forward and be aligned to those goals. So 
all of this is just to make you stop and think about how important you are at achieving success in your career and getting back to what you love about your job. Coming back to you and making sure you're taking care of yourself and you are coming to work every day and to your for yourself and you're showing up for yourself every day in a way that's going to provide you success. So I want to give you three kind of, you know, foundational things that I think are great ways to start setting yourself up for success here. And I'm going to try to weave this into all the discussions that we have and have little tidbits through everything to keep you motivated and centered and grounded on this idea of um, being your best self and showing up for yourself in order for any of these ideas that we're bringing through the podcast or through my social media sites um, or through my courses or wherever you're engaging with me. Because it's only going to have the impact that you bring to the table with it, right? You know, I keep going back to, it doesn't matter what, you know, methodology you use. It doesn't matter what framework you use. I can, you know, do a 12-week course for you on how to change your influence and inspire change and position yourself as a partner within marketing. But if you're not there with your well-being and your mindset, None of that's going to matter. None of that's actually going to work. And it's going to be a lot more frustration layering in there. So I want you to start thinking about a few things to just set up like a foundation for yourself that will enable you to start getting to a point where your mindset and well-being is at the forefront and at the core of everything you do. And you want to, A, you know, create a way of coming into work each day where you're going to be able to get through that day without frustration. You know, whether it's using um, planning sessions every day, whether it's blocking time where you're just focusing on certain things or even just focusing on planning and regrouping. Um, but creating a plan that's going to support you every day because you want to stop the cycle of working yourself into the ground every day and feeling exhausted and frustrated at the end of each day and having your work lead into your home life in a way that's unhealthy. You know, it's very different when you're really excited and passionate about something and that seeps into your home life and your personal life versus you just trying to catch up and get ahead of things and uh, not feel like you're trying to break through the surface and get out from under the water. Um, so you need a system or a plan um, and it needs to work for you. You know, I, I obviously put together the Octo Planning System as a framework um, to help people with this and really honing in on thinking about what's going to have a big impact for me on, as far as my job goes and what's going to make me happy and excited each day. Um, what do I have to move out of the way and how do I build tools to streamline everything else? 
So you can use that, but you can use a million other things too. Use what works for you and really find ways to clear the noise, find ways to work and put your energy into things that matter and not just things that are thrown at you last minute. There are a lot of ways to do this and I I strongly encourage you to look at ways to automate things, um, tools that you can buy. I mean, I years ago bought a um, PowerPoint toolkit that had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of infographics already built out for me that I still use to this day. And it was like $50. It's probably the best $50 I've ever spent in my life because I literally have used it for probably a decade. Um, And it enables me to very quickly pull together, you know, my ideas and thoughts and these beautiful, well-designed infographics with a lot, not a lot of effort. So those are things that you can do and finding ways to get things cleared out of your way so that your time is focused and being spent on the things that are most valuable to you. And if you can create kind of that foundation that gets you out of the crazed mindset and the racing against deadlines, um, you know, I would encourage you to put that into place and find something that works for you because that is going to start helping you kind of clear your days in a way that's going to be positive for your mindset and your, you know, emotional and mental clarity and well-being. The other thing that I think is really critical here is, you know, really understanding what you want and what your vision is of what you're trying to achieve. And this isn't necessarily always like, what's your dream job? Or, you know, where do you want to take your career? What are your goals? This is really stepping back and thinking, you know, if I could just wipe the slate clean every day, I want to get up and this is what I want my day to look like. And really getting down to the nitty gritty of, you know, I want to get up each day and I want to be able to brew, you know, a really nice espresso. I want to have, you know, 15, 20 minutes to drink my coffee while I'm listening to my favorite podcast. Um, I want to be able to take a walk outside and then I want to be able to log on and have time to set up my day. And, you know, I want to be able to have time to um, interact with key players. I want to have seated leadership tables. I want to have that trusted relationship with them where I'm talking to them on a regular basis. Um, Maybe you don't. Maybe you just want to be great at your uh specific, you know, subject matter area of you just really want to have time to like really constantly be learning and constantly be developing and optimizing what you're doing. But I think it's important for each and every one of us because we all have a unique idea of what is going to make us happy and what that looks like. And it's not a title and it's not an amount of money and it's not a certain organization. It is how your day goes, how you interact with people, how you don't interact with people, the type of work that you do, um, the flow 
that exists in your day, um, the impact that you have on your organization, on the world, on your life and your happiness. And I really think if you can get clear on what that vision is, then it's much easier to take the foundation that you're building and leverage it and build a life that makes you happy versus this life that's based off of assumptions of what that might be. Um, You know, I know so many professionals who are out there who are like, you know, when I made this title or when I made, you know, this salary, I thought that that would be it. And you know, I would be happy. And that was my goal. And when I got there, it was highly upsetting because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And they can't even necessarily put their finger on what it is they thought it was going to be. But they could say that the emotion was that it wasn't the fulfilling uh, thing that they had built it up in their head to be. Um, So if you start by creating what that vision looks like and understanding where you're headed and what you want. And it doesn't have to stay in stone. It can twist and turn and pivot based on your life and what happens and, you know, what you see that sparks joy in your life. Um, But it gives you a really clear picture of where you're going and it gives you more Um, framework and understanding on how to navigate different jobs and different, uh, you know, paths and, you know, what projects you want to focus on versus what projects you don't want to focus on. And do you want to do professional development or do you um, want to focus more time over here in a different area? You can navigate those decisions with a little bit more clarity and a little bit more um, solid feeling because you have the confidence in what you know is the life that you are trying to build. And then thirdly, I want to inspire all of you to build time in every single day for something that brings you joy. And wherever you can, tie it back into your work. So, you know, what does this look like? Is it, you know, sitting down for 30 minutes and listening to a podcast? Is it, you know, 30 minutes of, you know, pouring your heart out into writing um, because you love to write? Um, Is it, you know, you loving data? So, you know, pouring over the latest things that your department has been doing and diving into that data and uncovering trends and and putting together a presentation on um, suggestions and recommendations based on that data. Um, Do you get jazzed about seeing conversions come in through um, pay-per-click advertising or social advertising, you know, so maybe it's coming up with some really cool out-of-the-box thinking on messaging and optimization of landing pages um, or new ideas that you think um, your ideal target audience would love to dive into. Whatever those things are that spark joy for you, try to work it into every single day, even if it's a small amount. And it 
it's even more powerful if you can tie it back into your work because you then start creating that crossover of stuff that makes you happy and excited and joyful. And it's becoming related to your job. And you're able to have that strong creativity and strategy and best mind space seep into your work in a way that you maybe have not been able to do in the past. So those are like three things I think that you can start doing immediately of finding ways to uh, build yourself out uh, a toolkit really of, you know, how do I get myself moving forward? How do I get myself pulled out of a negative mindset? How do I get myself out of this negative uh, space and start taking care of me and start, you know, changing the way that I show up for myself every day. And I think that everyone, you know, will start feeling a little bit different. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. That's for sure. It's not something that um, you're going to see results immediately for. But if you start thinking about this in little pieces all the time and start shifting and, you know, taking the time to build that foundation that's going to support you through this, taking the time to create your vision of where you want to go and getting really clear on that and trying to spark that joy and that excitement and that happiness every day, I think you're going to start seeing that you are going to start showing up better all over your life. And it's going to start having that impact that you're like, wow, like this, this is working and this is changing how I'm seeing things. And then you can start looking at all of those methodologies and frameworks and approaches and trainings and books to help elevate where you go from here, because those are going to start having the impact that you hope they would have because you're in the right mind space. I would love, love, love to hear from you guys on this episode and the past episode on things that you do to keep your mindset in a good place and to maintain your well-being. Um, and let's have conversation around this because I think if we all come in here together, we're all facing very similar challenges in the marketing workspace. Um, and sharing with each other ways that we can come together and overcome and find our passion for marketing again and find ways to really get back to the creativeness and the excitement and energy of creating an impact that's going to make our careers surge forward is the excitement that I know I crave in the marketing space. Um, and having that conversation on those tips and tricks and insights on how you do that is so useful. Um, I hope you found this podcast useful and I'm excited for our next one. We're going to be talking. Um, I've got two different interviews set up, um, one with a sales enablement professional working in the proposal space um, and um, has been for 
oh my gosh, probably 15, 20 years at this point. Um, and how she is using her ability to create really strong relationships to be able to survive in a proposals environment, which I've always referred to as the pressure cooker of marketing of very difficult internal clients, crazy deadlines, um, and how do you survive for so long without getting burnout? Um, and then I have another interview set up with a younger professional who's in the graphic design space, um, who is uh, amazing at setting boundaries and not being sucked into the craze that goes around with um, overwhelming amount of work and deadlines um, and really creating uh, a safe place for herself in that world. Um, and I, I'm, I can't wait to have that kind of discussion of understanding how she approaches that so that you can kind of start soaking up all of these things that will help feed into these tools and foundations that your mindset and your well-being all enables you to do. Thanks again for joining Search Forward today. I am so excited to go on these career journeys with you and I cannot wait to talk to you again in our next episode. hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really excited to bring these to you. If you haven't taken a peek, run over to findyoursurge.com and look at all the new and great tools that I have made available to you. We've got the Octo Planning System, a system that helps guide you through finding those things that are going to impact your growth and your passion and work those into your weekly and daily plans through focus and time blocking strategies. I've also included and started to build out a library of ready to customize templates that you can purchase and download and make work for you, you to start streamlining and gaining that extra time. Um, there is all sorts of great resources popping up here. You can also visit uh, a merchandise store that I have on Etsy at Find Your Surge and get inspirational hoodies and sweatshirts and notepads that will help inspire you and keep you on track. I'm so excited that you've joined us and I will continue to build a library that helps you succeed in this area. And I look forward to any feedback and comments that you have. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what ready to customize templates you want. And I am going to build the resources that you need to search forward. I'll see you next time.